everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Asan Aman. Hello, Asan. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm excited about this. Thank you for being here. Uh, before we get into it, let's uh, promote your social media, which is your name, Asan, which is E H S A N. J Ahmad A H M A D, and your podcast is the Dangerous Brown Podcast. Yep, yep. Look for it. It's out on all platforms. It's just me riffing into a camera. Well, Dave, and it makes Dave and I very nervous, obviously, <laughs> uh, as two whites. Um, <laughs> what are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it, is, is, isn't it? Isn't today your second Christmas for white people? Isn't that what today is? <laughs> <laughs> we should we should point out we're recording on January 6th. So yeah, I mean you might notice a little bit of a jovial energy from us today. Obviously we're pumped up, we're excited. I after after seeing that uh, Nancy Pelosi introduced Lynn Manuel Miranda to oh. perform there, I would love to just see one more quick and like just like a window get broken you know what I mean just the fear that would go through the room if a window got broken there today would be uh, something fierce. Yeah, like Congress, Congress never deserved to be uh, taken over and invaded more than when she introduced yeah. Lin Manuel. They just got the year wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, I, if if I saw that as a as a rioter, I would feel very vindicated. I'm just like, yeah, we did the yeah. right thing. Yeah, absolutely. See, the right thing. this is what happened. This is what we we tried to stop this. This is what we were getting ahead of, you idiots. <laughs> Uh, no, but that'll help America heal. Obviously, nothing. Well, like Nancy said it's uh, it's important to have arts as a part of the healing. You know, it's almost like as a comic when you don't have a good segue to your next joke. Like she's jamming in the rationale for having Hamilton perform. She's like, <laughs> it shows us that the arts have thrived since the insurrection. Did did he write a rap about the insurrection? I would be oh, okay with that. I would be that. fine with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, so Dave, uh, I've started to guess what year I think the paper is going to be from, Asan. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and take a stab this time. I'm going to go. Er- I'm going to go 1907. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I'm going to go 1870s. I'm going to go a little further That's a back. Great guess, Gareth. You were so close. Oh, ah. Damn. 1909. Holy Ooh. fuck! Yeah. <laughs> this is like. I think I finally found a thing I can do. Yeah, yeah, that was impressive. That was and impressive. by the way, if those are showcase showdown rules, I get both showcases. I'm oh, under and close. Yeah, you do. Oh wow. <laughs> um, so this is January second, nineteen oh nine, Akron, Ohio, the Akron Beacon Journal. Okay. Mm. And I got to say, page one uh, is weird. <laughs> wow. There is a- for, for you to even highlight it as weird is weird because the pages are always weird. Yeah, and I know how much weird stuff you read. So for you to say it was yeah, weird must it be is. extra yeah. weird. Yeah, it's like a sex criminal being like, that was assault. <laughs> <laughs> there is a giant headline right in the middle of the page. That says, Where it belongs. Ruth, Ruth Bryan finally sues. Oh, man, she did it. We were wondering if she was going to do it. Wow, it happened. <laughs> Yeah. Ru- Ruth Brian Levitt, daughter uh-huh. of W.J. Brian, today filed suit for divorce from William Levitt. The petition was immediately taken from the files. Petition? 
please tell uh, me you had to collect signatures to get out of a marriage. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> In front means. of the grocery stores. Can I bother you for one quick second? So I'm trying to leave my husband. He's a big piece of shit. Can I just get your signature? I need 10000 and then I can leave and have my own life. <laughs> I, wow, divorce is front news, front like headline oh, yeah. news. That's wild. And they're like, and then yeah. they're like she finally did it. She <laughs> yeah. finally did it, and and that's it. That's the story. That is it. That's it. That's just so fucking. That's just like it's overhearing a conversation. Essentially, <laughs> you're just like, oh, it's, I heard something. yeah. What is it's this? Fucking, the Akron yeah. gossip? What is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the Akron. You didn't hear it from me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Robbers sell lives dearly. Oh, this is London. Interesting. By the way, I got to say, Asan, you did what I do most of the time, which is like, it's almost like when a dog hears music, I always like tilt my head. Like, I'm like, what did he just say? (laughs) Robbers sell lives dearly. That's a very casual way to talk about human trafficking. Is that what is happening? (laughs) No. Very blind. Okay. Okay. Uh, five people are dead and more than 20 others are in the hospital in Walth. I can't read it. Walthamastro. Waltham, uh, Massachusetts. No, it's London. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, a suburb of London as the result of a sensational attempt made today by two Italians at highway robbery. Wow. Really? <laughs> they get right into the ethnicity yeah. fast. They don't yeah. fuck around. <laughs> but at least they give him credit. A sensational attempt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a sensational attempt by two Italians. <laughs> they do get style points. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Unbelievable outfits, though. These guys really yeah. knew what they were doing. The Italians were run down and surrounded by a posse, three of their victims, including I can't a help policeman. but feel like if they were just straight up, well, first of all, they probably would never just straight up be white people, but I feel like they would just be like, na- their names would be there. It would just be like less like, the Italians. <laughs> yes. Wait, well, yeah, they would use their names if they were Italian. <laughs> yeah. Does it go into what they were trying to steal or they yeah, just, yeah, it go, they just got it's to gonna the posse go into part? The, okay, okay. It goes into the whole thing. Um, the, the Italians had been employed in a, rubber factory but having been discharged Classic. they plan to revenge themselves on their employer so they got fired and they're like okay so they're like we're gonna steal us. a bunch of rubber <laughs> yeah that, that was their <laughs> that plan was... well yeah that it, that sounds like a complete i mean that really does sound like a mob cover like yeah it's a rubber factory <laughs> yeah we make balls and tires and shit yeah <laughs> Uh, they lay in wait near the factory and seized a bag of money containing the week's pay of all the hands. They then started on a mad dash down the street. So they grabbed money and ran. On right. They, they had all... no plan. <laughs> no. no plan at all. Hey, dude, we should have like talked about something before we <laughs> yeah. did this shit. I know. I'm regretting not even like bringing it up. <laughs> Mamma mia. That's hey, my own. <laughs> 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 Uh, the police were summoned and started in pursuit in a motor car. As they approached the Italians, the robbers opened fire with automatic pistols on their pursuers. Okay. A number of men and boys on the street were shot down before they could recover from their surprise. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't believe that was what hurt these people. Like, gosh, I mean, I know I'm bleeding out, but it's the shock that'll get you. <laughs> no, I'm th- no, I think it's not well written. I think they're saying they were surprised at the shooting and before they could get into cover. Oh, they got, okay, they got right, hit. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how shooting, that's how street shootings work. Yeah. You're, yeah. yeah. you're not like, there's one at three, and then there'll be a 530, <laughs> and then we do an 11. <laughs> it's like a Disney parade. <laughs> The Italians kept ahead of the automobile until they came up with a trolley car. 
Okay, so they. I don't, I don't know if they came up with it. it yeah, they came you know what it would to. be? It would be like on tracks, and it could ding it. That's genius, <laughs> this dude. Seems, this just seems like a more intense Scooby-Doo villain chase. Like, uh, they're like oh, it really. At one point, do the Italians run in one door but come out the other? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see Scooby and Shaggy. Oh, I think we're going through the same door. <laughs> Uh, this they boarded and making their way up to the front platform forced the driver at the point of the revolvers to Are we throw seeing a trolley jack? Yeah, it's a trolley jack. It's a hundred percent trolley jack. Wow. So that now they is... got the trolley, they got the trolley going full speed. Now the trolley is gonna be on tracks, right? So right. as far yeah. as like you like the cops are like, yeah, no, uh, we know why don't we just go to the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just meet him at the end, probably. The trolley's uh, going full speed. Who's the? Is Sandra Bullock the driver? Are we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once the trolley hits eight miles an hour, the Italians are armed. Yeah. <laughs> the car went thundering down the track with the police automobile in pursuit. The amount of at people a, are like, I'm, "Hello!" <laughs> uh, at a point near the Tottenham marshes, the Italians made the motorman slow down and jumping from the car, they sought a position in the marshes for their last stand. So they jumped into some swamps. And they were like, this is where we go. This is it. This is Mar. It's the Marsh move. (laughs) Classic Italian move. Yeah. (laughs) You know where the Italians are. They're in the swamp. (laughs) (laughs) By this time, the police had been joined by several hundred laboring men. So a bunch of fucking workers came on. They're like, can, let's kick the shit out of some Italians. We're ready. We don't have anything better to do. This is There's this. literally nothing to go out. Not, a woman got divorced. That was the peak. <laughs> Beating Italians is our job. <laughs> uh, by this time, oh, uh, together the pursuers advanced upon the robbers, the police in the van. The Italians were surrounded and hard-pressed. They saw their position was hopeless, and after the exchange of a few shots, they turned the weapons upon themselves and committed suicide. <laughs> oh, wow. God. What an end. Oh, God. What a fucking wow. end. That is... <laughs> that ex- explains a lot, though, when, like, you're, like, willing... I mean, you know, they were really... They were all in on the plan, that they really didn't think through beyond take the money. Yeah, they yeah. really didn't. And I guess jobs meant a lot more back then, because there is no job in which I would turn my gun upon myself. <laughs> Yeah. After getting fired. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah there. I mean, that's quite a revenge plot. Yeah. That'll show them. Now we'll haunt them. Yeah. Brilliant, Marone. Yeah, they won't have to deal with this anymore. Let's see how they like that. Yeah, that'll show them. <laughs> Do each other at the same time. Uh, so here's. Uh, we're still, I guess, in the criminal section. Judge has digestion and trial is postponed. <laughs> Judge has to. He was able to process food, so we're canceling court for the day, obviously. Once it comes out of his ass, we'll know he fully did it. Everything's going through his system, so we got to shut it down. Unfortunately, the judge had to shit, uh, so we're done for the day. You know, as, uh, as, much as, as much crap we give our justice system today, at least there's nothing like that. <laughs> we'll get back there. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Just Gorsuch. Gorsuch can't rule today. He had pasta. (laughs) 
So this session, this is a story from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, there was no session of court today in the trial of Colonel Duncan Cooper, his son Robin, and J.D. Sharp, charged with the killing of former Senator Carmack. The cause of today's postponement is an attack of indigestion suffered by Judge Hart. Oh, indigestion. I really thought you said yeah, digestion. I did. That's you, you the did. headline. That's the headline, headline is digestion. So they just don't, dif- they, they know to differentiate. <laughs> And what they're like, they're like, we can only put one I in per article. So, <laughs> no, they, they were like, this is, yo, this is this headline's gonna really trip some people up in the future. Let's roll, go with it. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I can't, but honestly, like, I do, like, I have bad indigestion, and I, <laughs> there have been times where, like, I've been on a plane without a Tums, and I'm like, I'm going to pull the emergency exit door <laughs> off. Like, it is, it, so. I think the ju- I, 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 I'm Dave. Let me have. I empathize with the judge. You can't have the judge's back on this one. This yeah, is I mean, indigestion. This is also a very serious matter. It feels like the killing of a former senator. It feels yeah. like you but he's got tummy bubbles. He's got the tummy <laughs> bubbles. You guys are not understanding this. This guy, he'll be burping the whole time. Oh. I've got an injustice in my belly. <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. Oh, today is not the day for justice. I uh, have my tum tums uh, hurts. I am really. Oh, I had potatoes. <laughs> Did potatoes give you indigestion? Uh, no, no, they don't really. But when I went to the doctor and he was like, "The things I couldn't couldn't eat," I was like, "Sir, you've basically named everything that is." Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still in the crime, still in the crime control. Uh, is it? Is it? A, is it a section called crime control? No, but it just no, seems yeah. to be all. It's, it just seems to be all packed so in there. So, son, they nor- they yeah they it's, normally just like throw everything in one spot and then. But it seems like later on they start to. Almost come around to like organization. Oh, not there yet. Sections. Yes. It's like senator murdered, then Yankees win by two, and then (laughs) totally kidnapped. Completely. And then it'll just be like boots for sale. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you're like, how did this happen? It's like it's like a hostage letter paper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's all cut up from other newspapers. Yeah, it's totally yeah. (laughs) Um. A two-weeks-old baby deserted in, ho- in hotel. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Look, it, Christ. That's actually a great place to leave a baby because the baby is comfortable. You can uh, leave him on a bed. It and can order room take service. Off. Uh, People aren't going to check if you hang the thing on the door and say they won't check until, you know, your checkout time. Well, they so. probably had a little thing you can hang on the door that would be like, baby abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just While says, we baby- don't want this one. That's all I'm yeah. saying. For the maids, just the label on it. For the maids, shitty baby inside, uh. not a keeper. <laughs> While a baby boy, two weeks old, is laughing and cooing in an asylum. Jesus oh, Christ! What? I'm sorry. <laughs> this baby's crazy. He can't speak at all. <laughs> all right. Unfortunately, he's unable to tell us how he got there. So he's obviously <laughs> put him in the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we've tried everything with the baby. It's time for shock therapy. That makes sense. We're two weeks in. This thing is not turning around. Uh, did you tell us where your parents are, baby. 
the police are searching the fashionable north side in an effort to learn who deserted the child last night. Okay. It was found in a gray telescope in the vestibule of a hotel by a I'm guest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah we're going to do we need to back up there? Well, okay. I mean, I don't believe that a baby fits in a telescope, so I'm just going to flag <laughs> that play right now. <laughs> What? Honey, let's get out of here. Where are we putting? Just jam it in the telescope that's in hotels at this time. Just go Just go to the observatory and pop it in the telescope. Uh, yeah, it was found in a great telescope in the vestibule of a hotel by a guest who noticed the valise and heard sounds coming from it. So that must be a part of a telescope, right? The valise? Sure. Someone it, was like... Isn't that like a suitcase, a valise? Oh shit! I so was felt it in like a, it was too? That's strange. So they just so popped. Never heard that word. They popped it in a suitcase yes. and then put it in a telescope. They did yep, both. They just put it near the telescope. Yeah, they put it. They. I mean, that is. They were really trying to cover their bases. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're really just trying to buy as much time as possible to get away. Right, who, like a Russian who, doll. Who gives up their telescope? Like you keep the telescope. Like the telescope <laughs> is, is it really theirs? important. I think the well, telescope is part of the it's, hotels, right? I, that's what I um, feel. I feel. I uh, feel like things were so fucking weird and boring. Oh, that, I get it. Yeah. I get it now. So the room is like a telescope room. Yeah, or like, uh, or maybe there's a shared area where it was just like, okay. what do you say we get shit-faced and then go look at Mars or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, that was the Netflix of the 1990, 1909s, oh, like, right? I've seen every planet, but uh, I don't mind watching them again. Yeah. <laughs> I've been um, watching the planets. Yeah. <laughs> They've the... got to come up with some better planets. This is so predictable. <laughs> yeah. The baby was dressed in a white silk wrapper. I can't. I, normally, these articles can be very short. This is really, yeah. they're going into some depth here. Uh, yes, the, the baby was dressed in a white silk wrapper and stockings to match, but there was absolutely no signs of identification. So they didn't like, uh, baby, they didn't uh, like tattoo well, the baby's well, name. Uh, well, you have a passport? or uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least Dog they, tags? Uh, at least they, you know... Ma- gave the baby matching clothes because they didn't want him to look yeah. stupid when they abandoned him. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to class it up for like the next phase. Toddler, you know, you don't want to send a toddler out there with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a clue. A bareheaded woman with a satchel in her hand was seen near the hotel shortly before the child was found. Now, Dave, I got to ask real quick. Are you reading a news article or are you describing a fever dream? Because what is happening? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> everything was going terribly and then someone wore a bear head. Yeah. It feels like the insurrection. Yeah. There's a baby in a telescope, but a bareheaded woman and pointed me in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like twin, it's like Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean does that mean she like had a head that looked like a bear or she is wearing a fuck Are you fucking kidding me? She's wearing a no. bear head? No, it means she doesn't have a hat on. A oh, bear B A R E. Oh, you guys thought um, bear. Dude, you guys thought stuff? it was a woman with a bear yeah, head. That's on. why he was saying fever dream. It yeah. was like you were picturing a woman with a bear costume yeah. on. I actually saw a baby go that way. Thank you, bear woman. Thank God you were here. Oh, dude, I was fuck. on the same page, Gareth. I was like, Whoa, yeah, I was right. I was with you. You said Dave was like, these guys are really overreacting to not wearing a hat. <laughs> I, I forgot in the 1900s it's a very big deal if someone it's doesn't a, wear a hat. It's a beatable offense. Yeah, it's I a forgot. Pa- it's a detail in a story about an abandoned baby. 
Also, the woman wasn't wearing a hat. This story just keeps getting crazier. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. <laughs> um, uh, so this doesn't have a headline from pre- uh, while preparations were being made to put him through the sweat box Fred Hodgins of Cleveland escaped from Chief of Police Smith's office at Canton by leaping through an open window <laughs> well I mean again it's just sort of like the pri- they took him a while to realize that prisoners will try to leave <laughs> yeah, yeah they're yeah. really trusting <laughs> yeah they really had like a pretty like they were just like yeah here's your key um Lights at 11. We yeah. expect you back by 10.30, obviously. They had the Epstein deal. Yeah, and we'll, we'll crack a window yeah. for you in case you want to have a smoke. Yeah, if you want to have a smoke. and that, All that we ask is you don't fully open it and jump out, but, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Whatever. The woman is in the next cell is there for not having a hat on. <laughs> a policeman shot at Hodgins as he ran through the business streets. Oh, great. That's great, right? Where all the people are walking around. Mm-hmm. Get him. Well, yeah. yeah, the training is pretty much the same, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing has changed. When he yeah. reached when he reached the United Brethren Church, Hodgins entered. There he met the janitor, to whom he told a doubtful story, and a moment later ran into a toilet room where the police arrested him. <laughs> I would love to know the doubtful story he told That's, the uh, Yes, that is the I'm key. going to a costume party as a guy who escaped. Where can I piss? <laughs> <laughs> likely story. Oh, Man, shit. That's a Hail Mary to be like, yeah, let me just see if the janitor can help me. Let me see if this yeah, random janitor. Uh, yeah, the church janitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a Catholic church, it makes sense. Okay, this headline is not guilty of non-support still gets jail. Not guilty of non-support. non-support. Okay, so he's found innocent of supporting? not supporting a child okay. or an ex. Yeah, and gets okay, yeah. and he still gets jail. Okay, yeah, that was like a riddle. Clo- 
Yeah, it's tough. Cloyd. Sometimes you really are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cloyd, his name is Cloyd, so I already okay. So uh, do we want to stop? We'll yeah. keep going, but whatever, again, no, whatever no, he did, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. not okay. <laughs> that that's a crime. Yeah. Cloyd Diller was sentenced. We'll to call third- him Cloyd. <laughs> not a name, darling. I don't give a shit. I'm drunk. All right, here's Cloyd. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a clogged artery. This is Cloyd. Yeah, it sounds like he's never had support at any point in his life. It sounds like a not Ever. support was part of his whole story. Yeah, on the way, yeah, as soon as he was born. Cloyd almost sounds like a name. Yeah. Uh, he was sentenced to 30 days in the county jail by Judge Wanamaker Thursday afternoon. Diller was found guilty of contempt of court for failing to obey the court's order and pay $5 a weekly support for his children. Okay. Diller was okay. Diller was tried in Justice Copland's court Wednesday. So this is names. This yeah, is a had, different but had, judge. But he had diarrhea, so he couldn't. Yeah, show up. yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm uh, the uh, stand-in judge. Yeah. I'm the understudy. <laughs> so this judge is Wednesday, the day before. Okay. Uh, on a charge, he was tried on a charge of non-support. The jury found him not guilty. Okay. On complaint, on complaint of his wife. Maggie Diller, he was then cited into common pleas court Thursday on the contempt charge. So she she somehow complained again after he was innocent. She complained. Sure. And then he was cited and brought into the common pleas court on contempt charge. Boy, they sure had to know how to write like a clear article. <laughs> it is like it's like it's like the the like editor's editor was just like you can write it, but once you start, you're not allowed to stop, <laughs> and then you're done. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, you can't look back. You just have to keep don't look going back. Forward. Keep yeah. it's a stream of con. This is, that's why that's what happens when you work for the Akron Stream. <laughs> Let it flow. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Diller commenced a suit for divorce in May 1906. Diller followed with a cross petition in which he asked for a decree. Co-respondents were named by both husband and wife. A year after Miss Diller started the suit, it was heard and both were refused a decree. Miss Miller was granted the custody of the children and Diller was ordered to pay $5 a week for the support. Oh, okay, so he'd previously been told to pay $5 a week and he wasn't. And he was found not guilty, but then the judge is like, well, he's still not paying the fee, so we're going to... Can you imagine being a Debbie Dad making the paper? <gasps> <laughs> like a shitty... Like if you're a shitty dad, they're like, wow, that is so rare. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was not worthy of uh, a story no, I mean, it's paper. Yeah, no, it was not. And this is front page still? Yeah, well... Uh, it feels like it was a two. long article to come back to where we started. Just some guy isn't paying child support. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the end, the beginning was right. Yeah, yeah. And we spent a year and a half to figure out that he's still we, not paying child support. Yeah, it really took a while. We embedded some reporters and came up with this one. Yeah. A lot of undercover work. Yeah. And we had nothing's our, changed. We had our worst article writer on the job. I will try writing not great. Thanks, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, so here's uh, page two. Caught more cockfight spectators. What? Caught? Wait, one more time. Caught more cockfight Caught? spectators. Mm. <laughs> <Fuck>. Yeah. <laughs> so bored. <laughs> with with three prisoners shackled to them, 
Humane officers A.M. Lowe and H.K. Ferry, Cleveland, walked into James McAllister's saloon Thursday afternoon and arrested McAllister behind his own bar. Wait, so they already had they already had prisoners shackled to them. Yeah. And they were and like, they, it's time for a drink. What? And then <laughs> they went and arrested another guy who was a bartender. So they didn't they didn't put the other two guys in jail. They just grabbed the third guy on the way. Wow. McAllister was handcuffed. Talk about to a the- meat cute. <laughs> <laughs> McAllister was handcuffed to the other prisoners and still wearing his white bartender's vest taken to Cleveland jail. The men were all wanted for being spectators at a cockfight at Bill Watson's Roadhouse a week ago. Now, I, when you you said like humane officers, so are these like animal, like they almost like that? It's shocking wow. that that existed uh, at that time to me. Yeah, ni- around 1900 is when that came into play. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it started in New York. They started. It's like, like the, they don't value human life yet, but they're right. like chickens. Come yeah, on. yeah, we can't. I'm yeah, all for it, it, obviously. Yeah, I would imagine a 1905 cockfight. By the way, would just be like two dudes sword fighting. Yeah, like that's that the entertainment. Like, come on, we're g- what, Dave? Let me finish the bit. Come on, we're gonna go down to the saloon. These guys are gonna whack each other with their dicks. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Uh, A.D. Hoagland was arrested while pitching hay on his farm. He had given the name George McClure at the time of the raid and had bragged of his escape, which he affected when being taken to a car. So he had already escaped using a different name, and then they caught him. Evans was quickly found in Wadesworth by Cleveland officers. Uh, He was arrested in a livery stable. I feel like they're doing more for the guys who watched the cockfight than the people who left a baby in a telescope. I completely agree. (laughs) They are... Like they left a baby in stockings near a telescope in a bag. Yeah. And they're like, this one will wrap itself up. Yeah. <laughs> but where are those guys? Should we look at who checked in tomorrow, yesterday? No, this is fine. There's no. a cockfight in the other. In the other no, we got bigger district. news. We got to walk these two guys to a bar. There's a cockfight they're watching. Yeah. Hey, did that baby die? Doesn't matter. Let's get moving. Yeah. <laughs> we left him in the insane asylum where he belongs. Yeah, that, listen, that kid, that kid has a lot of issues from what I can see. Yeah. <laughs> You want solutions. You give us answers, two-week-old human. Uh, Headline, meat smoking caused alarm. (laughs) I mean, I would imagine that men were actually puffing steak at this time. Like, oh, pretty good. Uh, The fire department had a run for nothing Friday morning about 9.30. The department was called to the home of Lydia Girlshillip on... 545 South High Street. The family was smoking meat in the cellar and the smoke escaped to the upper part of the house. Someone thinking that the building was on fire turned in an alarm. <laughs> so people so, were just like like just barbecuing in their basement yeah, and it smelled I, so much that someone called the fire department to put out the cooking. That's the yeah, 1909 I mean, version of the fire alarm going off in your house. This yeah. is all it is. All it's it. a much bigger production. Yeah. You're putting a towel over the window like you do with the smoke alarm. Yeah. No, your neighbor has to call the private fire oh, company. God damn it. Here they are. Yeah. <laughs> who, We're who getting a lot of that. Who smokes in their basement? You smoke in the top floor. Or outside. Like the fucking meat smell yeah. is just going through the whole house. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> nice smell. 
That's really horrible. Yeah, when did uh, when did basic logic come into play in this country? I feel yeah, has it ever actually? We, I feel like we had it maybe for like ten years <laughs> in the middle of the twentieth century. Well, I gotta Briefly. say when I. When I lived on the third floor in uh, Brooklyn, uh, it was raining and our fire alarm started going off and the house was filling with smoke. And I ran downstairs and the guy who lived in the converted garage was barbecuing and I asked him what he was doing and he said he wanted to barbecue, but it was raining. (laughs) So he... (laughs) So he's barbecuing in the house. Sure, in the garage. So... That still happens. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like meth heads and then there's meat heads. And they're always cooking in basements. Uh, headline surprise party. Miss Dorothy Beatty of the Gothic was delightfully surprised at a party by her friends at her home Thursday evening. The time you, was you, passed in music and games. You have every right to fucking be laughing your ass off. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, it sounds like a country club newspaper. It's like, a, yeah, it really is. It's just like a leaflet. <laughs> B had a birthday. She was surprised. Oh my god! Take it to the headlines. A baby was left in a suitcase near a telescope. Anyway, did you hear about the B day? <laughs> they played pin the tail of the donkey. It's unbelievable. You wouldn't. I can't even give you any more details for fear of you fainting. <laughs> call the call the paper. Oh. Oh, God. Was she, like, the daughter of the person who owned the newspaper? Why is this news? It's very, yeah, it is very sweet 16 Or is this the first surprise party ever? And they're like, It was just crazy. very exciting. That it was very is a great, exciting. you should, that is a great premise for a joke. Like, the first surprise, like, what the fuck are you all doing? <laughs> yeah. Get out of my house! Why were you hanging out in the dark, you vampires? <laughs> what are you, are you gonna murder? It's not a murder! It's not a murder! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, We bring gifts and brisket. (laughs) Headed off supposed elopement by phone. (laughs) Probate judge, probate judge uh, Pardee received a phone message. Was that uh, the honorable surprise party? (laughs) That's right. I love that guy. No indigestion. Probate Judge Party received a telephone message Friday to refuse a marriage license to a young couple whom it was said intended to elope. The names of the would-be elopers were given as Vera Summers, 16, and William Collins, 19. That's the whole story. <laughs> he got a phone call, and he must have stopped it? He stopped the he, well, he stopped the marriage certificate? So was the, basically, it was probably because it was like you were meant to marry in a church or something? I no, I... Yeah, I don't know. They're pretty young, so maybe. maybe I don't think that it mattered at this time how young they were. That seems seems like 1909 ages to get married. Yeah. 16? Good lord. A little old, isn't she? (laughs) 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 Yeah, either someone didn't want him getting married or they just didn't want him getting eloping. Yeah. It 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 has to be one of the parents. Yeah, oh, for sure. How dare you? Arrest them! It's my dream of mine. My son is trying to marry a 16-year-old. I can't have him marry such an old lady. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. She's barren at this point. <laughs> She's halfway to dead. There's perfectly good 13-year-olds in town. Here we are. <laughs> a fellow was arrested at the national capital the other day while hunting around the chamber. Happy January the- 6th, everybody. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, a fellow was arrested at the national capitol the other day while hunting around the chamber of the lower house for President Roosevelt and making all kinds of dire threats against him. Wow, huh. this is very, very <laughs> January 6th. Yeah, wow. I guess the more things change, the more they stay the same. They just... Well, they learned the lesson that you don't just walk around threatening the president. You no. just fucking go there. You, you go, go there in. And you poop on their desks. That's yeah, what you and do. You, you, yeah, you steal a gavel, a podium, and you piss on the wall. <laughs> like a grown-up. Yeah. Did they shit on desks? Didn't they? I think they did. I think they shit on or under a desk. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> they had indigestion. <laughs> he was locked up on insanity charge, and certainly no further proof is needed than the fact that he was looking for the president in that place. <laughs> he's going to, as Sully's going to be a baby. Yeah, I'm just stuck here with a baby who doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> this grown man doesn't say a word. <laughs> it's all gibberish. And by the way, I think it's got indigestion. It is a shit machine. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> this episode won't recover from the baby telescope no, story. It I'm really sorry. Will no, it really will <laughs> May as well just, it's a callback show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a retrospective under the first article. Sea <laughs> uh, deep plot in absence of Morton. Okay. What? Uh, Marion, Ohio, local magnates of the Ohio State League profess to see in in the disappearance of Charles Morton. Okay, so Charles Morton is, has okay. disappeared. Okay, right. Uh, the Ohio Everyone's and Pe- reeling. They're like, where will we get our salt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Morton's gone. <laughs> this is an assault. <laughs> the Ohio and Pennsylvania League president, a deeply laid plot fostered by Akron and Canton. Okay, so they're saying Charles Morton is the is the Ohio and Pennsylvania League president, and this sounds okay. like a plot by Akron and Canton. They say that these clubs, knowing that Morton could not be reelected, wanted to further complicated situ- wanted the further complicated situation by having him disappear for a time. Oh, yeah. Oh no, Please. I don't get it. They, I don't they, either. They, yeah. They they said he could not. So these are clubs, mm. and they're saying knowing that he couldn't be reelected. They wanted to complicate. They want to complicate the election by having him disappear. Mm. It would be like if when Trump won, like we just hit Obama for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. What else can we do? Yeah. We tried to. We tried to yeah. do it the other way. There can't be an exchange okay. of power. He's he's somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Obama's gone. Yeah, so Obama's just, he's the president until he returns. Yeah. I guess he's just standing behind a curtain in the Oval Office. Yeah. <laughs> he has the he has the keys. So Obama. yeah. So uh, unfortunately, just make doing this lobby, Mister Trump. Uh, the result is that right. So Wright is the guy who was elected. So the result is that Wright, while really elected, is far from being president, as Morton has the papers and the funds. Of it the really league. is. Uh, you, it's what you basically just said. Yes. It's like, I mean, it's basically like your lease. It's like renting a place and you just don't get your lease. Yeah. What? Where's the paperwork? Oh, my God. What are they president it, of? Just these clubs? Yeah. Yeah. The so, Ohio... The, uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Ohio State League. It's sure. uh, <laughs> important. <laughs> I wonder what the fuck that is. It is stated here that the honesty of Charlie Morton, who is known and admired by all, is unquestionable. 
They merely say, wait and see. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm, at, I'm, like, wait, I'm sorry, I won. Like, well, you're just going to have to sit tight, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Why is it that the surprise party was the most clearly written story in, ever, in all of this? <laughs> <laughs> Put the best reporter on the most important story. Yeah. Oh, so it's a, it's a Ohio State League. It was a baseball league. Mm. It's, a ba- it's baseball. Yeah, the first 20th century Ohio State League started in 1908 as a Class D loop and ran through 1916. So, so basically, it was it was the new president of. So it would basically just be, if, if it were football, it would just be like Roger Goodell is the new president, but then you're missing the guy before. Yeah, and yeah. so Roger Goodell never runs the NFL. Right. So. Yeah, so they can't. They don't know what to do about the league because the go- previous guy has all the money and papers. There, yeah, there's a vacuum of power. Right. By the way, if this were anything else, the United States would send in troops and make a coup. <laughs> oh my God! It's a it's a fucking baseball league. Yeah, that yeah. is the crazy. We need to bring democracy to the baseball league. Yeah, yeah. We want to play them here, so we don't have to play them at home. <laughs> okay, so here's uh, here's an ad. Dandruff oh, these, germs. These, oh, these are always just dandruff germs. Damn, dandruff germs must. I go. like that we shortened it to dandruff eventually. <laughs> It's just so graphic to picture the germs. Okay. In America, the dandruff germs must go. The war of extermination has been declared. The battle has begun, and already thousands of intelligent Americans have permanently rid themselves of this filthiness. Today, there is no more necessary for a man to have dandruff in his hair than to have tartar on his teeth. Okay. God, God, this is is an aggressive ad. What is is this for? Is this for the Third Reich shampoo? What is this? (laughs) We need to exterminate the dandruff. (laughs) Dandruff can never be cured until the small aggravating dandruff germ is conquered and destroyed. Uh, it really is certainly taking on some of the language that you're pitching us on. <laughs> not going to lie. It's not getting better. It's not leaving Nazi <laughs> rhetoric. And millions People of dand- mix the dandruff where a D on the germ. <laughs> we and are mil- Germany. Germ. Take the dandruff to the showers. Uh, it's time. Man. <laughs> Uh, and millions of dandruff germs have been destroyed thanks to great scientists and dermatologists who gave the world a Parisian sage, the only real dandruff cure and hair grower the world has ever known. Parisian sage will cure you in two weeks or your money back. So <laughs> so they're pretending like dandruff is a germ thing and not just like dry right. skin. Right. They're, they're, well, I, I, but I mean, it, I would say that as Americans, that is really yeah. what we always need. We just need the 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 manifestation of the problem. You know what I mean? The war on terror. It's like, it's this guy who started terrorism. Kill him and it's solved. Right. You know? Find yeah. the dandruff germ, germ in the, hey, hiding in the hills. Yeah, in the, in, in the attic <laughs> in the mountains. Yeah. yeah, in the attic of your head. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard a bunch of... Per- what's, it, what's the, what's the uh, product called? Oh, Parisian sage. Parisian yeah. sage. Yeah, I heard. A, I heard a bunch of their scientists are living in Argentina now. Yeah, <laughs> that's where that's set up. <laughs> okay. Uh, new headlines: Serious charge against young Greensburg man, charged with attempting to entice several young country girls of Greensburg to a life of shame in the city and writing objectionable letters to them. 
Oh, oh bad. Damn. He's writing pervy letters, huh? Yeah, dude. Uh. He's charged for being horny. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's essentially the 1909 dick pic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a random it's dick a- pic. It's just like, you know, unsolicited. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Haggerty, age 30, is locked in the county jail awaiting a preliminary trial. Uh, Haggerty was arrested at the home of Akron relative Thursday night by Sheriff Corey. Suspicions. <laughs> Hello, I'm Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Suspicions of the county authorities were aroused over two months ago when they were informed that Haggerty was seen very often in the, in the vicinity of the Greensburg High School. Oh, oh wow. Here we go. Oh, wow. Here we go. Oh, boy. He, he oh. was ordered by the county detectives to quit these tactics. So <laughs> they were like, dude, fucking stop hanging around the high what? school. What? Dude, not cool. What? What? You're 30. Yeah. You're 30. I, I, I like to learn high school la- like the lessons. Look, you know what I mean? Yeah, Everyone knows if you're 30 your... and hanging around a high school girl, you got to marry them. It's the rule. <laughs> <That's right>. rules. <laughs> it is claimed he wrote letters containing obscene suggestions and placed them where high school girls could find them. My boner. <laughs> so he was... He was just writing dirty letters and leaving, leaving them around. Them. You know, it's very much like the porn in the forest. Yeah. How we yes. always were the, the 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 lore that is very factual about how we would always as dudes. Yeah, we had this magical ability to leave porn for each other and find porn from each other. Right, That's right. And so he's just sort of littering like his pervy little like he just made it like perv snow. Yeah, so pr- yeah. probably other dudes found it because they were like, "This is why I get, would leave my uh, letter." Uh, uh, awesome, dude. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the original porn. Yeah. Whoa, uh, this guy wrote some great stuff about fucking. <laughs> some of the letters finally found their way into the hands of uh, school teachers and parents. Who In had one a of lot the letters, of grammar notes. <laughs> In one of the letters, Haggerty offered positions in sporting houses to the girls. All right, so he's uh, he's trying to pimp them out, right? Okay. That's right. a brothel. Oh, okay. Well, oh, really? I would assume I would assume a sporting house is a brothel. This is, wow. or this maybe is... it's just a sporting house. That's creepy <laughs> shit. Well, I mean, if he's trying to be a pimp, this is the he is the most unconfident pimp I've ever heard of in my entire life. Just leaving letters, hoping the girls will find it. Like what? Yeah, it's like honestly, no. it would be like if it were a movie, you'd be like, we got to get this pimp confident. Yeah. No faith in his pimping abilities. Yeah, take off his glasses, maybe spruce up his hair, see what that does yeah, for him. Oh, there we go. That's cool. I love you with your hair down. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hold this cane. Drink from this cup. Really? Yeah. Hey, have you ever thought about limping? Why my legs work? I just love a pimpling. <laughs> what is a sporting woman? Definitions of sporting lady. A woman who engages in sexual intercourse for money. So that's a... Uh, oh, wow. So yeah, it was a, a brothel. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay, so he's trying to get the girls there. Yeah, uh, also really just super cool to get in the high school years. That's yeah. where you want to, yeah. Uh, so extracts from the printable portions of the letter set forth Jesus. in the affidavit on which Haggerty was arrested. Quote, I see you did not accept that proposition of mine. It is nothing to me if you want to live on a farm all your life. <laughs> oh, so he oh, is, he's farm shaming? Uh, he is grooming He's, he's like, look, shaming. if you just want to make your crops, it's, that's fine. But you could be <laughs> fucking for money if yeah. you weren't so dumb. Yeah. Didn't oh. you read my weird letters that I let in a river? <laughs> oh, God. Did you get any of my weird... Did you see any of my dear Johns? 
Uh, How's the brothel come? It's not great. I mean, I don't know what to do. I keep leaving letters at the high school. None of the girls, they all want to live on the farm. Uh, They're crazy, I tell you, crazy. They belong in an asylum next to a baby in a telescope. You do not know what you are missing. In this city, there is... There is some place to go every night and have a good time. We'll be able to go to the theater, to a dance, and have a little sure. enjoyment out of life. Sure. Where if you stay on a farm, it this is, is like the a timeshare. If you stay on a farm, it is the same thing every day, and you'll get tired of life. Hey, I'll tell you what's probably going to tucker you out on life yeah. is following this guy to right. the theater fun of the big city. Right. <laughs> but I will yeah. say. At least he's, this is a pitch. This is a legitimate pitch. He is like, it is. Come it's to the a city. pitch. It's exciting. Your farm life is boring. Like he was. What? And well, now he's doing the thing. Well, now he's like he's tried that. And now so he's just got fine. You want to just live on a farm and not go to the theater? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you. You can be milking different things in the city, but go <laughs> ahead. Stick with the cows. He says. Wow, I can get really... you jobs. I can get you jobs that yeah. pay from fifty dollars to seventy-five a month. Yeah, we know. That's, what a, the job that's is. also a long letter. If this is on, the only printable portion, it's like, my God, brevity, man, brevity. <laughs> it's a terrible pitch. Ed, edit. Yeah. A little edit yeah, would help here. This is long. Get the pitch down. Shark tank. Yeah. As far as uh, is known, Haggerty never succeeded in getting any of the girls into his power. That makes sense. During, during the time. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. Tracks yeah. with the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> During the time he was placing letters where they came into possession of the schoolgirls, he lived at a relative's home in Greensburg. So he was... Uh, wow, so ah. he's not... He's, he's... Dude, this is like... This is honestly... This is the guy in the basement who wants to be a comedian who shits all over your clips. Imagine, bro... <laughs> imagine being like you live in your mother's basement and your first thought is, let me start a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next step for me. <laughs> well, I gotta get out of here. Have you thought about getting a job? I'm dreaming bigger than that, yeah, ma. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta lure. I just gotta lure this girl. Yeah. It just takes one to build a sporting house. Yeah. yeah. And then he's shame. And then the idea that he's shaming them for not doing the big city life. Yeah. He's just sitting in a fucking basement. <laughs> you guys don't know what you're missing. I go to the theater every night. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this gets so much better. What? This same Still? story? There's another paragraph. Wow. Okay. William, William Carley, father of one of the girls, stated to the court that he examined the spot where the letters were found and found crutch marks and the prints of but one foot. Hagri wow. has one leg and uses crutches. So he's just like, he's, I mean, honestly, it's like catfishing. It's yeah. job fishing. Man, he's a crutch fisher. What an <laughs> what an incredible <laughs> twist! Well, I and by the way, so validating for the the girls, the women who ignored the yeah, like, yes. boy, talk about the best call I ever made was not <laughs> going to the the big city with this guy. As you know, I have two legs and no crutches and a big big sporting house. I go to the theater every night. My cock is huge, and my mom does not live near me. Yeah. <laughs> All truths. Good. So he, so he already had the cane. So he was like, might as well become the pimp. Yeah, he was like, all I need. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's just like, I just need the jacket. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. 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 
wow. What a ride. Yeah, that was that what was a ride. from A to B, just a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what a this fucking weirdo. Yeah. This story comes from Philadelphia. A pair of surgeons' forceps accidentally sewn up in the abdomen after an operation 11 years ago caused the oh. death of Miss Mary John Donovan. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, and they were just, like, leave it in there. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, they're like, look, it's going to be a lot. Uh, can she live? Not a full life. <laughs> 11 <laughs> years. It's a lot. That's a lot. That'll be fine. She'll live a happy life. Yeah. Well, and that, by the way, if you're the coroner, like, what was the cause of death? You cut her open with forceps? You're like. Are those mine? Yeah, I'm, hold, I'm holding mine. I'm holding mine. These are rusty in her kidney. The operation. What killed her? Uh, medical help. <laughs> the operation in which the unfortunate mistake occurred was performed by a surgeon of the city of high repute who has since died. She was operated on a few years ago, but the measure had been too long delayed, and her death followed a few hours later. Wow. So they wow. they found the forceps and they were like, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Oh, so, the forceps so, were discovered. Uh, the forceps discovered were completely embedded in the intestines. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Well, that means he also lost the forceps and was like, I wonder where they went. Yeah. 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 I would say from a medical equipment standpoint, it's not like today where it's just ubiquity. Like you would probably be like, I have my. My one set of forceps. Yeah. What the hell? Where the hell did I put? Oh, God, I'm going to have to buy another one. Yeah. I know I, ha- I had them when I did the surgery. Yeah. There's no I way. I know I had them. There's no way I, I left them. them in there. There's no way. <laughs> so weird. Oh, what the fuck? Well, that, now that is a reason to call out of court. Yes. Yeah. That's indigestion, <laughs> Judge Whiny. Okay, so this headline is... Caught by shoestrings. I hope it's literal. Frank Gallagher and Thomas Wilson were arrested by Officer Baker on Suspicion Friday. They were engaged in the get-rich-quick game of peddling shoestrings. The classic way to make a lot of money in this country. (laughs) I can't... A shoestring swindle? (laughs) Our history has no... Bottom, it just is like an ocean floor. It's just there's just tons of creatures you didn't know existed. Yeah, but, that's like what's the, what's the scam even? Uh, yeah, gra- what is? But what how is great is it? Scam? How great is it that someone just all they had left was like the shoes on their feet? They're like, I got a scam. I know what to do. Um, Does I'm, it say I'm how the scam to- works? That's, I'm very uh, caught. I'm very what? I, I'm also <laughs> super curious. Oh, okay. So you actually go around and and you knock on people's doors and you say you're selling shoestrings because you have no money. Oh, okay. So you basically would go door to door and you'd be like, I'm broke. I'll sell you my shoestrings. I just need a meal. And people would kind of take pity on you, give you some money. Mm-hmm. And then you had a bunch of shoelaces and you'd go door to door basically being like, all I have is the laces on my shoes. I'm willing to sell them for a hot bowl of macaroni. And people are like, oh gosh, fine. We'll buy some shoelaces. I think so. <laughs> I think I think that's what it is. It oh seems to be. God. Wow. What? It's just... It, while it, always the like the intention is always relatable, like poverty, poor, desperate, is very relate, like scam. Re- mm-hmm. It's just the how. The how is always fucking bonkers. Right. I got a yeah. shoelace con. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take this all the way to the top. 
<laughs> Don't worry. We're going to open a sporting house in no time. <laughs> I got 30 shoelaces and the waterworks come on when I like it. Yeah, that's that's how they caught on. He actually had didn't have one foot and was on crutches. And he's like, I don't know yeah. if you have the shoe strings to sell. I, I sell one per. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so here it says, both were husky, able-bodied-looking fellows, and the officer grabbed... So they're saying, they could work. They can work. Oh. Uh, the charge was changed to... In, the charge was changed to a tox, intoxication Saturday morning. <laughs> wow, what? I, okay. So that, they, uh, were, they were just... I, I, I'm praying, I'm praying that they were hammered doing this. What, what do you mean? We started a pyramid scheme? Yeah, yeah we yeah, got yeah. hammered. Well, if, they're, if they were hammered, the story becomes awesome. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, now this, yeah. this is a story. Yeah. This is where they're like, when we get drunk, we have great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> so great. Uh, I would. I mean, it'd be great to try that shit now. Yeah, this we're broke. We'll sell you our shoelaces. <laughs> we got another dummy. Let's go next door. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, a man giving the name of Jerry Shea walked into the BNO station at Chippewa Lake and, throwing down a mask and revolver, said he was tired of practicing the holdup business. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this dude. This dude like Antonio Brown robbery? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Halfway through the robbery, he's like, I'm out! I'm out! <laughs> he also stated that on the previous evening, he had held up two men at... Creston and secured <laughs> and secured two dollars each from them. So he's admitting that he robbed two guys. He's fucking tired of it. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just too. What? It's too hard. This yeah. life is hard. Yeah. You could also not tell the cops and just, <laughs> just stop doing it. Throw. Just, yeah, stop. Totally stop. <laughs> go to the shoelace. Go the shoelace way or something. Yeah, yeah. Instead, you're just. I'm gonna confess. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out he's. It feels like he's bad at it too. Yeah, and he's it also, does. Uh, He's also not at a police station. I think he's... He's at, he's at a train station. He's at a train station. Yes, he's at a train station, and he's just had it. Yeah. He's sure. just... Uh, I robbed places. I took $4 from two men yesterday. I'm done. <laughs> Sheriff Pat Hutchinson was sent for. He took the man and locked him up in jail where he's being held pending an investigation. I, I don't know how much we need to investigate. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty. It's pretty cut. Pretty and dry. much told you where the bodies are buried. Yeah, what? yeah. They just got to find the guys who were robbed, and then uh... <laughs> why the train station? Then that also that's just, that begs the question: Why the I, train station? You know, sometimes you wait so long for public transit that you <laughs> just lose your. Sh- yeah. yeah, fuck it, I killed a guy. Uh, yeah, his his train station was the same as playing against the Jets. That's how he truly Antonio Brown's it. <laughs> yeah, 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 he truly yeah, was it's like, like, this is awful. This is so front. This is not a life. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the middle of page seven, right square in the middle, there's just a. Uh, a headline. I'm pretty, and, I'm pretty excited. And it's framed by a. It's like framed, like a, right? Okay. Lines Got around an ink it. Frame. Uh-huh. And the headline is just delicious sandwiches. <laughs> no, shut <laughs> up. What? In the middle of all this, it's just. Like... <laughs> Dave, I, I must. Uh, and I, I hope the answer is no. Is there any more information? <laughs> Sandwich making is a culinary art which should be cultivated by the girl who likes to get an impromptu (laughs) coalition from her schoolmates. What is happening? These are the first sandwich artists. 
Yeah, this is the original. Wow. <laughs> Someone made a sandwich. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, to make attractive, it's like a bread wallet. It's a meat wallet. <laughs> to make made out of bread leather. <laughs> to make attractive looking sandwiches, there should be provided an assortment of special cutters for the correct shaping of circles, diamonds, and triangles. Excuse me. Wow. Oh, so like finger sandwiches. Oh, the square forms have yeah. utterly gone out of fashion. Oh, they're out of, of style. Course. Yes. Disgusting oh. square sandwiches. There's so many Boy. times I've had a square sandwiches and I've been like, ooh, how retro. Oh, disgusting. Yeah, I won't vintage. eat a square sandwich. I'm at the affluent attitude <laughs> to, to turn down your food based on the shape. <laughs> I like, I only eat stars. Yeah. Diagonal cuts only. Excuse me. In addition to fresh and potted ham, tongue and chicken sandwiches made by laying or spreading the meat upon the buttered bread from which all the crust has been shaved, there are many kinds of appetizing cheese sandwiches. Who the fuck? (laughs) I mean, this is an article about what a sandwich is. Do you understand what you're doing right now? There's an article about what a sandwich is. And different different kinds. (laughs) And fair, but still. Like, someone's reading this like, honey, this is a... <laughs> Something called a, a sandwich. Sandwich. It's got meat, yeah. meat inside. It basically just goes on and on explaining all the stuff you can put between two pieces of bread. <laughs> give, give us a little more. Give us a little more. Chicken, lobster, and mixed salads that are stuck together with mayonnaise are excellent for sandwiches uh, for the more delicate type. While sour pickles mixed with ham, roast beef, this, or chicken this, this are more substantial. For, this sandwich is for pussies. That's what yeah, this is a pussy sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> But for a really sustaining luncheon, there is nothing better than lean slices of roast beef, chicken, or turkey. I would have, but okay, so let's say you don't know what a sandwich is. I would assume you know what meat is and what meats do and the, the, the cuts of meat. Wait, wait, this is not, this is not, this is not an ad, right? This is just a guy no. explaining what sandwich this is. This is, is a story. Oh, wow. This is a, Imagine. I'm about to. I'm about that. to break this sandwich story wide open. Yeah, imagine taking that to your editor and be like, I know something we can run. What the hell? So, I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. You take what and you put, it's bread. What? And what? A sandwich? This I is mean, front, if, if, if that kid hadn't been stuffed in a telescope, you'd be right on the front page with this sandwich boom. Oh, okay, so the top, the, here's the section of the paper. Devoted to women's work. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. It's all it's 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 the servitude section. I mean are you you are basically saying that here the paper is like make men sandwiches ladies. This is how it's done. This is what you need to do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just also to assume that women don't know how to make sandwiches is hilarious. Oh. What uh, the, we put meat is, in them? Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it is yeah. Uh, there's nothing right about what just happened. Oh. <laughs> Every part of it is wrong. <laughs> All right, what do you think? One or two more, Dave? Yeah, I'm crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should get a sandwich. Have you heard of these yeah. things? I haven't. I'm not a lady. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't understand. How did you make this, Martha? Shh. This is on the same page, and I don't know how it fits in here, but smell in the blind. 
The blind have a sense of smell always exceptional and sometimes as keen as a dog's, said a physician. Jesus, this physician needs to be stripped of his medical degree. The women's and science section? What is this? It's the the, the shame paper. Here we go. We're going to hit the women and the blind in this one. You know, the blinds smell like a dog. What, are they going to read it and get offended? There is a young Baltimore blinded woman, Julia C., who can take a dozen gloves and after smelling the hands and faces Don't make of her several- do this. Don't, who is, who is making All right, there you go. Sniff this glove. Now you're going to sniff the faces. This is not a life. Shut up. Shut up and sniff. You work for us now. Hey, the bloodhound's out. What do you think about that blind lady? She could work. Well, she can't make the sandwiches. Might as well have she her She certainly has no idea how to make a sandwich. <laughs> uh, she can take a dozen gloves And after smelling the hands and faces of several persons present, present She can return each glove to the hand it belongs to I don't believe it I a mean page. she is sniffing gloves and then sniffing hands And someone is observing this and it's okay And she sniffs a face and she hands him the glove What else are you going to do with your blind daughter? What is, is she this, can't make uh, sandwiches yeah, Is, this, is uh, this the 1909 version of OnlyFans? Because that's what this feels like This feels like I mean, pain $10 a month for the privilege of my daughter. Honestly, look, a woman, was, a woman was selling farts in a jar. You could easily yeah. do glove magic. Yeah. Uh, a patient of mine, if she stands by an open window, can tell by the smell who is coming toward her. What no. the fuck? No. That's not this a is thing. Not, this is, I, I don't mean to say to suggest blind propaganda, but this feels <laughs> like it's propaganda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the North Korean uh, version of for blind people. This is big blind. Yeah, they can smell everything, and they can shoot thirty in a gulf oh, in a whole round. Of it's almost like but he's like he. This story is like blind people are also superheroes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. The blind they are, are X Men. The blind are ingenious in other ways. I know a blind man who, at a strange restaurant, can tell in advance the approximate cost and quality of his lunch. Wait, he can tell. He can smell the cost. He can't smell cost. He's not smelling cost. Okay, son, you're very right to flag it because the man, the blind man, is not smelling prices. He's just. He's not. He's just. He's just not smelling. <laughs> 30 cents. God, he's good. It smells like a sale today. Yeah, it smells really. It's, it's, I think you're going to have a small tab. It smells like it. I love you, Charlie. Uh,. The blind are very susceptible to. Why not love. get him to smell the blind kid? The find the kid's parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Get the blind on it. <laughs> the blind are very susceptible to love. They love invariably beautiful persons. <laughs> love is nearly always tragic with them, since their d- defect forbids a happy issue to their passion. <laughs> this is a suable article. The blind's oh only weakness God. is true love. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows the way to defeat the blind is with love. They fall hard and fast. It's just so fucking crazy. They say love is blind, but blind is love. <laughs> oh my God. That was like describing dogs. That It was really, it's extremely offensive. It, oh, it's so not offensive. age well. It's horrendous. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Now on to the death. They can smell cost. <laughs> by the way, you you want to know how much your groceries are going to cost? Have a blind smell your car. As long as he's lonely, he can do the job. As long as he does, hasn't found love. The blind is like the bloodhound. They're blind hounds. 
Oh, God. All right. One more, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Although, we're really peaking now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is like I mean, a trip where right now I'm like, I'm feeling the shrimp. Jesus. Uh, I mean, gun, fired gun at Peeper. <laughs> Charles Roosh uh, of 92 Ann Street was arraigned Saturday morning on char- a charge of unlawfully discharging firearms in the city. He pleaded not guilty, and the case was continued. About 10 o'clock Friday night, a telephone message was sent to headquarters that a man was in the vicinity of Ann Street and Bushell Avenue firing a revolver. Officer Scharf was sent out to investigate, and he found Mr. Rush... Mr. Rush... When when you're shitting barf, it's a sharp. (laughs) Uh, They... He found Mr. Rush with a revolver in his possession. Rush claims that some man was peeping in the kitchen window, and he secured his gun, went out of the house, and fired it several times in the air. Just blindly? Frightened him away. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he then started looking for the fellow and was walking on Carroll Street when Officer Sharp found him. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I, th- I gar- there's no, there was no peeping. This no. guy... Yeah, there was no. I agree. He lost his yeah, mind I, for a second. I I yeah, agree. Yeah, some, he just went and fired a gun in the street. He's like, yeah, I'm looking for the one armed man. Yeah, <laughs> or some guy or, was peeping. Or he shot. He shot at someone. You know, an actual person that you know was like just he out was just about. covering. Yeah, he's like, oh no, there was a peeper, and you know, he, he was actually trying to kill someone. Right. <laughs> well. Uh, I uh, honestly oh, hold on. am. Uh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Here we go. Hold this on. We're a- getting we're one more story. We're getting some yeah. late breaking stories. I just here. saw the headline, so I got it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Full sets of teeth for dogs. Oh my God, Dave! How was this almost missed? What just happened? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> News. I'm. I'm. I, by the way, I. Don't believe it to be this, but I'm hoping that they're talking about putting like straight up human chompers yeah, in the dog. That's what well, I'm visualizing too. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. We're all hoping for the cartoon. All right. All right. Fingers crossed. Oh, come the on. news comes from London that many of the leading dentists there have established parlors for the treatment of dogs and that the patronage of the owners of show dogs has made the innovation a profitable one. A defective or decayed tooth may lose the prize to a dog otherwise perfect uh, as to points and it is now a common practice with fanciers to send their pets to the dentist as regularly as wise parents send them uh, their children single new teeth cost four to five dollars while as much as 135 is paid for a full set of a beloved old canine member of the household wow now I'm going to guess that this was Barbaric and didn't work because I've never heard of it. There's no way this and is true. By it's the way, true. when your cutting edge dental technology is coming from England, big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine big the issue. people they in England. They can't get the human ones right. right. Yeah, imagine. So this is this this is the, in 1909. The picture in England. There's uh, people walking around with crazy mangled teeth and dogs walking around oh, with beautiful choppers. Cute. Perfect, perfect teeth. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, the humans have dog mouths and the dogs have human mouths. Wow. And that's basically what England's dental system was founded upon. Wow. That's man. shocking. Because uh, earlier, the guy couldn't afford $5 a month for child support. So for $135 for your dog's <laughs> teeth. Dog t- it has, it's always been haves and have nots. Yeah, I mean, really. That's crazy. To, 
You know, we're thinking about getting marbles and molars. <laughs> You'll have to excuse Chaz. He's just got his braces. We're, we're thinking of Invisalign. <laughs> yes, we're, we're thinking of potentially Invisalign. You know how mortifying it can be when you're trying to fix your teeth in front of your friends. <laughs> anyway, two of mine just dropped out. <laughs> could have these. That's probably what it was. It was probably when your owner started losing teeth, you were like, put them in the dog's mouth. <laughs> My dog deserves these teeth. Oh. Holy fuck. Oh. I am sweating. Uh, that was a really good one. Um, Asan, thank you. <laughs> How you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm reeling right now. I can't believe good. This, all of this was news at any point. We're, yeah, we're very, very happy uh, to learn it together. And... Um, Huh. Uh, so the Dangerous Brown podcast, yeah. Asan J. Ahmad on, uh, on Instagram, and then you're just Asan without the J. Ahmad on Twitter, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, and, when it, and you come on the road with me sometimes, and people are always like, uh, they're one of the main things people always ask is they're just like, who the fuck was that dude who opened? Which is not a great... <laughs> Number one comment to hear, so not great, but um, uh, but so yes, I would s- s- highly suggest that people check out your comedy and your podcast because you are fucking hysterical. Thank you, man. Thank you. I pre- thank you guys for having me. This was unbelievably fun. I I think saying it was unbelievable is really fair. In this <laughs> yeah, one. yeah, it really was. It really was. Some of these days you'll miss me, honey. Some of these days.